Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Daily Bolt with your host, Dr. Jeff Tilley. Today's topics, Tropical Storm Fred is south of Puerto Rico and moving to the northwest, plus EDC and Oregon education policy. Sit back and relax, and welcome to tonight's Daily Bolt. Hope you enjoy it. So, uh, last night we had expected that Tropical Storm Fred would be uh, in existence as of the time of tonight's Daily Bolt, and that is indeed the case, although it has not been a tropical storm for very long. Uh, on the full screen, you're seeing a, a live geocolor satellite image, uh, and it's nighttime, obviously, so uh, predominantly what you're seeing is black over the oceans and a little bit of uh, indication of uh, metropolitan area lights, city lights, etc., in some of the gold, uh, yellow, orangish, orangish colors. And smack in the middle of the picture is Tropical Storm Fred. You can see it right here. It is about 45 miles uh, south of the coast of uh, Puerto Rico, the southern coast of Puerto Rico. Uh, so it has remained offshore. It has a much more tight, compact uh, structure. It's still not a very strong tropical storm, uh, but it has been upgraded to a tropical storm based on the fact that there is now more, more or less one coherent circulation. Earlier in the day, there were multiple circulations that were still trying to get themselves organized. And as a result, uh, it, it took uh, until about 7 o'clock Pacific time for the National Hurricane Center to determine that the uh, system had really just one closed circulation and uh, with winds exceeding tropical storm uh, strength, uh, basically uh, 35 miles per hour, it's, it's stronger than that. Uh, it was easy at that point to uh, upgrade the system to tropical storm Fred. Um, it's interesting you can see some semblance of a larger circulation in this picture. There is a very kind of small inner spiral band, maybe a second one that is here right where I'm doing the mouse, uh, and also there are much uh, more spread out uh, uh, indications of banded cloud structures that perhaps are getting entrained into the circulation at much farther distances, significantly farther north of Puerto Rico than the storm center itself. Uh, a couple of others as well. So uh, Fred certainly has the potential to continue to organize as long as it stays offshore. Uh, the uh, projected path, which is something we're going to step back, back to in just a moment. We're going to pull up the graphics and I'm hoping all this shows up nicely on uh, the screen. Uh, with the video. Uh, the projected path is actually to for the storm to take a turn a bit more to the northwest. It has been moving significantly northwest uh, most of the day from where it was last night east of Guadalupe and uh, Dominica, uh, two of the islands in the Lesser Antilles chain right here. Uh, it's forecast to continue and even turn slightly more to the northwest than it's been the last few hours. Uh, and pretty much go directly over the Dominican Republic, uh, emerge from the island of Hispaniola just off the north coast of Haiti, and then progress 
uh, parallel roughly to the north coast of Cuba before entering either the Gulf of Mexico or coming on shore potentially in southeastern Florida. Uh, certainly there will be impacts by the weekend uh, in uh, some parts of Florida. It may just be parts of the Keys, uh, but uh, there's still plenty of time uh, for preparations and more than likely it's not going to intensify to hurricane strength. So as far as that goes in terms of Florida tropical storms, uh, this may be pretty much a garden variety uh, middle to slightly stronger than uh, middle strength tropical storm. But we'll keep you posted on that as we go along. So now for the rest of this particular podcast, I want to go back to the second topic uh, and bring that back up. Uh, this is talking and shifting gears a little bit about education. As I mentioned when uh, the Daily Bolt first started and then re-emphasized when we came back online a couple weeks ago. Uh, sometimes uh, having been an educator and still being an educator in certain uh, senses, education topics are something that can be near and dear to my heart, especially when I see education policy that appears quite frankly idiotic. Uh, I, I understand what it, it was behind the change in policy but I will make an argument now to you in the next couple of minutes that it is a stupid idea that will unlikely not only not get the results that they're looking for, it's going to make things worse for most students in Oregon, uh, particularly as they leave school and go out into the real world one way or another. So um, this policy is something that was signed into law uh, ill-advisedly, as far as I'm concerned, by Oregon's Governor Kate Brown uh, after the legislature passed it. Uh, and the policy is effectively to eliminate any sort of uh, testing uh, to ensure that graduating high school seniors can do uh, the uh, standard level, what would be considered the standard level and have the standard level of proficiency in math, in reading, and in writing. Gone. It's kaput. Uh, there are no standards to basically to graduate an Oregon high school. And this was argued on the basis of equity. Now, whatever you think of equity, schools like equity um, because no one wants to feel that uh, their child is treated differently than anybody else. And so the school mindset which I've experienced quite extensively, is that, okay, we treat everybody the same. And that gave rise to this concept of equity. The problem with equity as a concept is it uh, totally ignores the fact that students are actually individuals. Some of them are strong in math. Some of them are strong in science. Some of them are brilliant writers. Some of them can make logical arguments and be terrific debaters. Others are very proficient in the arts. And the strictest definition of equity, as far as education is concerned, is everybody has to leave the same. So you have a gifted and talented student. Can't do anything to, to encourage their giftedness and talentedness. No, you have to teach them down at the same level as you might teach someone who is very different in terms of their intellectual capacity uh, as measured by various measures, 
uh, and even this can be extended toward uh, disabled students. Uh, I am all in favor of doing everything we can to help everybody do the very best that they can to reach their full potential. But lowering standards is not the way to do that, nor is it going to achieve the desired result. If you do not uh, challenge the gifted and talented people and do not push them, and uh, the Fairfax County School District in Virginia has actually eliminated all of their advanced placement courses. That was about a month ago or so ago. If you eliminate all the abilities for the, 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 the opportunities for people to become their best, they will not become their best. And you actually do them a disservice. You do everybody a disservice because you don't expect excellence from anybody. You end up with extreme mediocrity and students which, uh, like it or not, are not going to be competitive in the global marketplace. We have people moving here from all over the world every year, and uh, they already have an, a distinct advantage in the marketplace in many respects and get the best paying jobs, the best companies, they get into the best universities, where many American students used to be able to get in and compete they cannot anymore. How is lowering standards going to accomplish all this? It's not. All it's going to do is take away motivation from the people who really have motivation to begin with because they won't have to work hard to get, uh, to get out of high school. In theory, you could get out of high school with a 1.4 GPA and not be able to read at a, anywhere close to a high school level, not be able to write, not be able to do even simple arithmetic. Um, that is a problem. How is that person supposed to be helped by this if they don't have any skills that they can use to actually get a job? If they are actually beat out of every possible job that they might apply for by someone from another country who not only has not lowered standards, has been raising standards for the last decade. There are many foreign countries that have much higher standards academically than America does. And having spent the last year teaching gifted and talented kids, I can tell you they need to be challenged or they will drift off, be bored, and really not fulfill their potential. So th this policy is stupid. I'll just use the word stupid. There are other ways to help level the playing field. Instead of bringing the whole playing field down, you have to put more effort into bringing those who are at the lower end, no matter what their socioeconomic background, uh, no matter what their ethnicity, no matter what their gender, all of that. You work to bring all of them up. You work harder to do that. Um, even in gifted and talented classes, there are sometimes kids that need a lot of extra support. I know that firsthand, and I gave them that extra support. So did my co-teacher, who taught, I taught half the subjects for the sixth grade class, she taught the other half. And we had a couple students we had to work very hard with, but we saw progress, and it's worth the work. The trouble is there are teachers out there who, frankly, don't want to be bothered to do the work. It's simpler to lower the playing field so that um, it's easy, and uh, they don't have to 
put in the extra effort that's really required. It doesn't need any more money. It just needs more commitment and it needs more dedication to the art of what you do as a teacher. Um, this Daily Bolt has gone on. Uh, you're welcome to comment on anything that I'm mentioning here. You can disagree. I may not agree with you, uh, but keep it nice. Keep it civil. Uh, don't get abusive or the comments will disappear and you will get blocked. Uh, but civil discussion, rational debate, that's just fine. I'm Dr. Jeff Tilley. This is the Daily Bolt. Good night, <clears throat> good afternoon, good morning, and I hope you have a terrific rest of your work week.